Welcome to the God Empowered Podcast, the place where Jesus, mental health, and entrepreneurship intersect to help you build an empowered life of true freedom. I'm your host, Angel Marie, a life and business coach, real estate investor, and dog mama of two. Join me every week as I provide short, valuable inspiration on going from anxious and broke to joyful and financially free, all while doing it God's way. Prepare to get one step closer today to achieving mental and financial freedom in your life and business. Let's go. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Mission Podcast, where today we're going to talk about something that I genuinely feel that a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners or even aspiring entrepreneurs have a question about. And that is, how do you create financial increase? How do you avoid financial distress? How do you set you and your business up for success to sustain financial abundance? Now, we're actually going to take a slightly different approach on this topic in comparison to how other coaches or podcasters might talk about this conversation. And where it's going to be different is that we're not just going to talk about how to generate financial increase. We're going to talk about how to generate financial increase God's way. There are so many things that I could say in regards to generating financial increase and doing it God's way, but I'm going to narrow it down by dropping three of my favorite tips, three of my favorite uh, mindset habits and work habits that are going to help you generate financial increase in your life and in your business over time. Now, before we dive into those tips, I want to make sure that we are all in alignment with a very true fact. And that fact is God does not want you to live in poverty. He wants you to prosper. But it's really important for us to understand what the word and term prosper even means. Prosper can mean financial success, but it also means successfully stepping into God's calling for you. It's it's being able to prosper by maintaining your peace and maintaining your joy and contentment in any circumstance. You can prosper with or without financial increase, but a lot of what the Bible teaches and talks about is how you can step out of the poverty mentality and into a prosperity one, but doing it on a godly foundation. God gives us free will. You can choose to step into prosperity and financial increase your way, or you could choose to do it his way. And a lot of the times, those two paths are very different. So let's focus on the path of doing it God's way. The first tip that I want to say, and this is probably the most important, you have to learn to steward what you do currently have Well, a lot of times we are so focused on the next goal, on the next big accomplishment that we don't even care to be intentional in what we do have now because we just want to get to where we want to be. Things like your bank account, no matter how small, are you taking care of it? Your social media following, no matter how small, are you taking care of those people? There are so many things in our life that we just need to focus on stewarding well. The thing is, is that God cannot trust you to handle bigger things if you are not able to handle the smaller things now. God can't trust you to handle and manage a bigger bank account. He can't trust you to handle and manage a bigger social media following because you're not even intentional in managing those things well right now. 
Now, I know that this can be a difficult concept to grasp, so I want to I want to walk through some examples here. I don't care how small your bank account is right now. Every dollar that's in your bank account should be managed well. Are you budgeting that money? If you are investing it, are you putting it towards good investments? Are you tithing? Now, that's a really important one. A lot of us don't want to tithe because we're like, uh, giving 10% of my income to a church or to this, yada, yada, I don't want to do that. It's mine. But it's all about perspective. The money that's coming in is not yours. It belongs to God and he gifted it to you to simply steward. And a part of stewarding it well is giving 10% back over to God's storehouse. So I know personally for me, I've developed the habit of being disciplined in tithing 10% of my income every single month because I'm giving money back to God in showing him that I trust him in showing him that I am putting aside money every month to go towards the storehouse, to go towards other missionaries, other people, other communities that need it. What's so amazing about this is that this is actually the only topic in the Bible where God tells you to test him. We're not supposed to test God, right? But this is the only thing where he challenges you to test him. In fact, I'm going to read it out just to make sure we're all on the same page. This is Malachi 3 verse 10. It says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this says the Lord, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. This is the only place, the only topic where God tells you to test him. If you are worried about tithing because you're giving away your income and you don't want to and yada, 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 you need to think about your heart's position. You need to remember that if God bless you with that money, Give a certain amount back to God. And with your heart having a position of compassion towards that, watch what God will do. Watch. Just to be completely transparent, there has never been a month where I have tithed and God has not given that back. There has never been a month where I was not okay after I've tithed. He's always taking care of me because I tithed, I had the right heart position, and I stewarded the things that I did have well. So think about that in your life. How can you steward your money well and where your money goes? How can you steward your audience well and the conversations and intentionality that you have with your audience? Man, how can you steward your house better? How could you steward your relationships better? How can you steward your family dynamics better? Steward it well. Learn the discipline of stewarding what you have well. God will see that and he'll see that he can trust you with more and therefore make room for financial increase to take place in your life and in your business. I know that that is a very unpopular fact, but I have to drop it on this podcast because it's so important. I know a lot of people aren't talking about it. And for those of you that are listening, man, Let me be a living, walking testimony that stewarding what you do have well can change your life and set you up for financial success. Now, the second thing that I want to say in regards to generating increase in your business is going to be more of a professional strategy, and that is to simply leverage the professional and personal network that you have. Keyword there is professional and personal network that you have. A lot of times... We're seeking customers, we're seeking clients, right? And we expect for us to just announce it publicly about when an offer or a product or a service has dropped and that it's available for people to buy. But 
we're not being so intentional in regards to having direct conversations with the people that we hope buy from us. And that is where sales start to come into play. You have to have direct conversation. You have to build trust with people in your professional and personal network to compel them to even want to say yes to buy from you, to invest their time, energy, and money into the product services and offers that you have. For example, when you think about having direct conversation and making that direct connection within your professional network, think about past jobs. Think about programs that you've been a part of. How can you reach out to people at those past jobs, past opportunities, past programs, reach out to them through email, through Instagram, through wherever, and just have a direct conversation? Hop on a call, see how you can collaborate, talk about what you have going on, talk about the potential of them being a part of what you have going on. Something that I've been doing a lot lately, which you can do as well, is reaching out to people within your network and sending them a professional, well-thought-out pitch deck, letting them know about your services. Now, the trick here is to not reach out to just anybody. Reach out to the people you know. I have reached out to businesses that I've met at conferences. I have reached out to past mentors. I have reached out to past jobs, and I have sent them a pitch deck letting them know about my services. I've also sent them links to book a call with me to to talk through those services on a call or in person. You have to leverage that and lean into those direct conversations because you never know the opportunities that could come out of that. I have literally landed contract positions with past jobs because I pitched them on my services. I have landed contract positions with people that were my mentor at one point to hire me for my services. But the thing is, you you have to be consistent in leveraging your professional network and having those conversations, putting the time and effort to be intentional and letting them know how you can be of service to them. Another side of it is leaning into your personal network. People that follow you on social media or maybe that are on your email list, if you have an email list for your business, reach out to them directly. Start genuine conversations through the Instagram DM. Start genuine conversations if someone replies to your next email that you send out. Now, the point of this isn't to pitch your services right away so that you can generate financial increase in your business. It's to just generate conversation because conversation leads to trust and trust down the line will lead to a future sale. So when you approach these conversations in your personal network, Just give free advice, give them encouragement, have good conversation, ask them how long they've been doing what they've been doing. Just be friendly and try not to sound way too overly markety or even trying to pitch your services at the end. That will come later. But it's all about leveraging your personal network to just have those genuine heart-centered conversations and letting the rest take place over time. All right, the third piece of advice that I want to say is to diversify your income. If you want to generate financial increase, it's really important that you diversify your income. In other words, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Try different methods of generating revenue based off of what you do, what your business is about, and your area of expertise. Now, for example, my main area when it comes to my business and what I sell is coaching programs. But here's the thing. I don't just sell one coaching program. I have one-on-one coaching. I have a mastermind program that I launch a couple times a year. 
I have an online monthly membership program that people can join. And then even outside of coaching, I have affiliate links to generate income. I've participated in UGC deals or brand deals where I create content for them. I've worked with one-on-one clients where I'm doing hands-on work for them. I even prioritize platforms like TikTok because TikTok will literally pay you in making videos that are over one minute long. It's pretty cool. I've even invested in an Airbnb property. There are so many ways to diversify your income, but the thing is, is that you have to decide on the different revenue streams that you want to go about and pursue them consistently. And to make it easier for you when it comes to pursuing it consistently, set a schedule. For example, on Mondays, I do brand outreach. I will reach out to brands. I will try to lock in some sort of brand deal. I only ever do that on Mondays. In the mornings between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. on most weekdays is when I create a TikTok video. I do not try to create videos outside of that time frame. So you see what I mean? Stick to a schedule within your calendar and be consistent in it so that you can pave the way for multiple revenue streams to take place within your business. It is biblically written for you to diversify your income. God wants you to. He wants you to learn how to not only steward and manage your money well, but to know how to put it in the right places and be smart about it so that you can diversify your income. I'm going to give you a couple of Bible verses right now, okay? First off, Ecclesiastes 11.2 says, Divide your portion to seven or even to eight, for you do not know what misfortune may occur on the earth. That is very similar to saying, do not put all your eggs in one basket. Divide it up. How can you invest your time here, your energy here, your money here in a smart and manageable way so that you can make room for financial increase to take place in your life? Another example that I absolutely love is the parable of the servants that Jesus had talked about in the book of Matthew. And it's so good because in this story, Jesus tells a parable about a man who lends some coins to three people that worked for him. Then the man went away. And while he was gone, two of the people worked hard and used their coins to earn more coins in order to give back to the man. But that other person just buried his coin because he was afraid of losing it. And when the man came back, he was proud and he praised the two people that took that one coin, worked hard, and invested it in order to earn more coins. But he was disappointed with the third person that just buried his coin because he was afraid. That sound familiar? I've definitely been in situations where I've just buried my money in savings because I was so scared. I was so scared to try to diversify my income. I was so scared to go about the wrong path and lead to financial distress. And that is why growing in financial knowledge is so important because when you make wise choices, you will be able to take your current income, invest it, diversify it, and generate room for financial increase to take place versus just sitting on it, burying it, and literally just because you did that, remaining stagnant and not allowing you or your business to grow. This is where living paycheck to paycheck comes into play. This is where the feeling of always feeling broke and and never being able to grow your money. That's why you have to learn to diversify your income and steward and managing that well. (sighs) Like I said, there's so much more that I could say, but I just want to leave you in this one episode with those three tips. 
Steward what you have well now. Let God see that he can trust you with what you have now in order to bless you with the bigger things later. Secondly, leverage your professional and personal network. Value intentional and deep conversations. Now, this is biblical because that's all Jesus did. He served. He valued conversations. He didn't just walk around looking for people to to praise him and, and the mission that he had. He served. He had conversations. He was intentional. He took care of people. Do the same thing in your professional and personal network. Thirdly, diversify your income. Learn how to invest wisely. Learn how to lean into money-making strategies to bring in more revenue within your business and your overall life. And as I showed you, that is biblically written as well. Now, I will probably do a part two on how to generate financial increase in your business in the future within this podcast, but for now, I just want you to focus on those three, okay? It's going to help you maintain contentment. It's going to help you maintain a better heart's position. It's going to help you value deeper connection with people and being intentional. And it's going to teach you how to become financially wise by learning how to diversify your income over time. I hope this episode was helpful for you and Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you put these strategies to use and we will see you again for another episode of the Empowered Mission Podcast coming up soon. See you later.